Have you ever experienced grief in your life? Could be because you lost a loved one, maybe a family member, a friend, a pet. Could be because change that was unexpected happened in your life. How did you handle it? Maybe you're still experiencing it right now. What thoughts went through your head? How was your life affected? Who was present? What did you do? The truth is that grief is a very real thing. It's not something that we can just suppress or pretend we aren't feeling or experiencing. Maybe for a little bit, we can be in denial, and that also is a part of healing. But the truth is that we need to address it because grief can be very paralyzing. And it's very interesting because it can sneak up on us too. Something that we didn't think would affect us, especially if we're trying to suppress the feelings and emotions and handling the grief, it just strikes us out of nowhere. And we had no idea why. So today I want to talk about healthy habits to process grief because it is something that we need to process, but we don't need to stay here. We need to have the tools and the habits in order to process remember, honor, but also move forward because a real danger of grief is to be paralyzed in it and risk staying where we are right now with those emotions. And really they can start to trigger overwhelming sadness that can turn into depression that we will ultimately also need to address with professionals or on a much deeper level. So today I want to talk about what has helped me with grief right now, as well as in the past, what I've learned, and also just to validate the fact that what you're feeling, what you're experiencing all is very real and that this isn't something that you're meant to do alone. So if you've ever experienced grief in your life, maybe you know somebody who is grieving a loss or a loved one or change in any regard. This episode is for you and I encourage you to be here for it and to take notes because whether for others or yourself, this will be valuable and beneficial. I promise. Let's dive in. Are you too busy to prep healthy meals? Do you feel self-conscious about your body and your clothes not fitting right, but you don't have time to work out? Does your life feel unorganized and messy? Do you wish you had routines and habits that made health simple, even with your busy schedule? I know, I've been there. Hi, I'm Shannon Marquita, and no one ever really taught me how to eat healthy. I didn't know anything about nutrition, so I found myself eating whatever was easy, which definitely impacted my energy, weight, and focus. That's why I created this podcast to show you that through healthy habits and time management, you can know you're doing health right. So stop scrolling social, clicking the ads and buying all the things. Let's grab our Americano and pop in our AirPods. It's time to solve the real problem together. Welcome home. A fresh start awaits. Grief is a very real thing. And so for today, before we dive in, I want to take a minute to let you know what sparked this episode, because I'm sure you're wondering why, why this topic? And the reality is that grief is something that we all will experience to various degrees in our lifetime, whether we lose someone close to us or an acquaintance 
or some opportunity or just experience in our life that we were expecting that maybe didn't happen. So what happened this past week in my life is my grandma of 81 years old passed away. Now, 81, in my opinion, is still quite young and she was a fighter. The things that she encountered, overcame in her lifetime are just mind-blowing to me. And she started to endure some health challenges to a different level that were out of our control. And although we all knew she could overcome them with her willpower and her desire, there began to be more pieces that were uncontrollable and started to cause her to take a turn that even she knew she could not come back from, no matter how hard she fought or how badly she wanted it. Now, I will say we are so grateful that mentally she was 100% there. So we got to talk with her, joke with her, laugh, make really great lasting memories. But although none of us believed that this would ultimately be the outcome, it is the one that we were handed because God's timing is perfect and he knew that this was coming. And although we always knew it was a possibility, we were never fully prepared for it because we knew what a hard fighter and how strong my grandma was. But at the point that the turn did happen, we all began to come to terms with it because it happened so quickly. And so even though we were fully prepared, we were slightly prepared, which was a blessing and being able to have that last time together, we will forever cherish. Um, It reminds me of a sermon that our pastor does every year, the Sunday right after Thanksgiving called Come Before Winter. And I'll link it in the description of this episode. I strongly recommend that you, it's about 30 minutes. So take about a half hour to listen to it. But the message in essence is don't wait. Go now, whatever you need to say or do, don't wait because My mom was going for a visit with my grandma and my younger sister was driving over from school after an exam for the weekend. And my mom had said, you know, if you want to come this weekend or if you want to wait, either is okay because she was going to be going back the following weekend as well. So I was kind of on the fence because the airfare just seemed like it wasn't working out time-wise. And then my older sister gave word that she was going. She was able to work it out with her husband and my nieces and nephews schedule. And so she bought her ticket and went. And so of course I thought, well, if everyone's there, then this definitely seems like the weekend. I need to figure it out and get up there and not wait. And thankfully a ticket opened up on a flight that was the perfect timing. So I quick grabbed it. I took Buster to one of my best friends for the weekend, packed a bag all in less than maybe six hours, hopped a plane and was gone for the weekend with my family, uh, my sisters and my mom to visit my grandma. And it was a really great weekend. We got to have time together. We got to share some laughs and some stories and we all went home at the end of the weekend and it was less than 72 hours later that my grandma passed. And all I could think is, thank you, Lord, for having that way paved, for letting us all go, because that was such a come before winter moment. 
I was not guaranteed the next weekend, even though I thought I was. And uh, we just never know. We never know what tomorrow holds. And although we think we might, just don't wait. Whatever whatever you've been meaning to do, whoever you've been meaning to talk to or see or anything, just do it now. Come before winter because sometimes winter comes sooner than we think and we don't get that opportunity. So all that to say, yeah, we're, <laughs> we've been grieving. We've been grieving, but we've been having time together and we've just been remembering and reminiscing. And all I can say is that even with best intentions, grief is still real and it's really important to handle it, how we handle it, how we process it, how we are very intentional with our choices. So today our topic is healthy habits to process grief. And in my own experience, what I have found is, first of all, we have to sit with it. We have to really sit with it alone and process it and accept it, right? Sometimes we're just in denial of, no, that's that's not the case, or that's not real, or this isn't how the story was supposed to end. And as a blessing, I know it isn't how the story ends, because I know on this side of heaven, we're sad and we're grieving, but this side of heaven isn't where the story ends. And I know that she is pain-free, and I'm so grateful that she is reunited with her mom and loved ones, and we'll see her again one day. But on this side of heaven, it is hard. And so we have to sit with it and we have to process it. And we have to feel the emotions and know that it's okay to be sad. That's a very real thing because we're honoring their memory. We're honoring the love. And grief is really an outpour of the love for those that we have lost. And so I just want you to know that it's okay to be sad. The goal, however, is to not be sad all the time forever. And so that's part of processing it because by feeling the emotions, we get to work through it and we get to come out on the other side in a healthy, healed way, not because we don't remember our loved ones or we don't feel sad anymore. It's just a level that is less sad because now we get to remember more of the good and the happy times. And we're still sad that they're not here with us right now, but we still get to love them and their memory and their legacy and memories live on through us. The next thing that really helps to process grief is movement. And this is something that takes extreme intentionality because when we're grieving, when we're sad, it honestly is extremely exhausting. And the temptation is to sleep a lot. You just want to lay low. You just want to lay in bed or on the sofa and just just be sad. And it's really a very heavy feeling. And it's okay to be sad. And it's okay to be tired. But don't let yourself be tired all the time and not move. Because what ends up happening is we really are having to kickstart and overcome inertia by choosing healthy movement. So I know for me, with being tired to an extra level, it really took extra patience and better planning. Sometimes it was just going for a walk with my dog, but maybe not as long. But I at least was getting outside, 
get in some fresh air, get in some sunlight, which is very good for our body in so many ways, but also just seeing sunshine and light and reminding yourself of joy and that you're not always surrounded by darkness and things aren't always going to feel this heavy or dark. And so although I might have intended to keep my normal schedule and to walk at a certain time and for a certain length, the reality was I might end up walking two hours later. It sometimes I remember, and this was only last week, it took at least an hour to gear up even just enough motivation to go for half the length's walk with Buster. I wanted to go. I knew he wanted and needed to go, but it just was this level of heaviness and tired that I really had to combat. And so I encourage you, that's all normal, right? This level of grief and current state of grief is not your normal, which is good, but that means that you don't get to function right now at your normal schedule and routine, and you need to be patient with yourself. So a blessing was that uh, quite a few nights I was walking with my mom and her dog. And so that created a level of accountability where I didn't have to get the motivation on my own. We both would do it together. And so that was encouraging. And so I would encourage you, if that's something that you're experiencing, having a hard time doing at first is getting up and moving to find someone that you can lean on in your life. And if you don't have someone, I would encourage you to make that a goal, but maybe not right now. And so maybe just something as easy as a group fitness class or a walking club, maybe at your work or your church or your neighborhood, just trying to find a way to plug in to help encourage you and motivate you to get moving is going to be extremely, extremely helpful. Now, maybe this isn't something you're struggling with. I noticed there were days that I was able to do this a lot easier and I'd actually get up in the morning and I would do my normal workout and then I would walk in the evening with Buster like normal. So there are days that are easier than others, but if you find a day that you're having a hard time getting up and going to find a way to create an intentional level of accountability so that you don't stay put because moving is good for circulation and a lot of health benefits, but it's also good for our emotional health and releasing positive endorphins and fresh air as well. Get Changing up your scenery and four walls are all subconscious health benefits and habits that help us heal and work through grieving. Another one is having people that you trust and can be vulnerable with right? So talking about your feelings is important and having people that are there for you in your life. Like you need people that you can do life with all the stages, not just the good, not just the things that are worth celebrating. I want them there for you too. I want people rooting for you, but you also need people who are going to sit with you in the messy stuff, in the stuff where we're not our best where we might be crying or angry or upset or confused or any and all of the emotions. You need people that can be there with you too. And so again, if you don't have someone like that in your life, I strongly, strongly encourage you to make that a goal this year because you need at least one person to do life with 
And I would love for you to have more than one. It doesn't have to be 20. It doesn't have to be 100. But I think having a healthy number of people in your life that you can lean on, turn to, be yourself in all stages of life, and you that for them as well is extremely, extremely important. Now, I know we already talked about intentional movement, but something that's really important as we work through grief is resting, is realizing that our bodies are feeling things, working through things. There's a lot going on and we just need to rest. We can't keep our normal schedule completely. So you need to allow yourself that space to be flexible, whether it's sleeping in a little bit, whether it's going to bed a little bit earlier, whether it's taking a nap, whether it's lightening your exercise. Rest looks different for everybody, but it's really just listening to our bodies and what it needs. Not being completely inactive, but acknowledging and accepting that rest is a very real piece of healing that we need to give our bodies because otherwise burnout and sickness will come because we're not allowing our bodies to process these emotions like they need to. It's not just emotional health. It's also physical health and both parts are part of the grieving process. Now, something else that can be really tempting due to our emotional state when grieving is to not honor our bodies with our choices. So something that we need to be aware of is our nutrition. Some people grieve in unhealthy ways, and that is something that I don't want for you. Now, what are some examples? Some examples are nutrition. Emotional eating is extremely tempting. We just excuse our emotions and feelings and make a lot of exceptions, allowing ourselves to make choices that we normally wouldn't. Maybe we're reaching for more unhealthy carbs, sugar. Um, Another form of unhealthy choices for our nutrition is drinking alcohol. And so I would encourage you that if you find yourself making these choices to Invite in someone of an accountability partner, someone who is your person that you're walking life with, and just be honest with them and let them walk this with you and encourage you and share with them your updates. You know, I am not against having a glass of wine or having a cocktail. It's when one turns into two, turns into three, turns into all of a sudden the night's gone and you don't fully remember it. Because that is a form of trying to mask your feelings and emotions and is extremely unhealthy. So finding that balance of if you realize that's a trigger or a temptation for you, being able to say no. And so replacing that with maybe that's the time that you go for your walk or choose to move your body. Or if you find that you are reaching for the unhealthy choices nutritionally, whether it's extra sweets and sugar, because what happens is that triggers all of that, the alcohol and the bad nutritional health choices trigger other bad habits, right? We get extra tired, so then we don't want to move and it's a ripple effect. And then that causes um, a form of depression and we are now disappointed in ourselves. But also by eating poorly, that decreases our energy. And then we're also disappointed in ourselves. So we just eat some more because we're sad about that now as well. And we really need to be intentional with the choices we make that cause 
happiness and joy and we're are making us proud because we are processing and working through enough we don't need to create extra things to be disappointed about or sad about in our own lives and then i just would encourage you too. what i have found is leaning into something that encourages you for where you're at grief can be triggered by so many different things something that i really enjoy a lot is music And so making playlists of songs that help me feel the feelings, but then also help remind me of the joy and hope, but then also reading quotes. Like I love quotes, music and quotes I could completely OD on and I'll just sit and scroll because that is a form of healing to me of reading, encouraging quotes and affirmations. And so just finding what encourages you and intentionally choosing to do those things. So I listen to my playlist while I walk Buster, and that brings me so much joy because I'm outside moving, getting fresh air. I know he's happy because he's getting to move and burn some energy as well, but then I'm also listening to the music that I chose and love, and I'm just intentionally creating an atmosphere that is letting me feel the sadness, process the sadness, but also in a healthy way that's bringing me to the other side. And so I feel like we have to increase our level of intentionality, which can be difficult, obviously, because we are sad and not motivated. But it's also encouraging us to remind us that there's hope and that we are still in control of a lot of things and we are still fully capable and we are creating a healthy space to be able to remember, love, honor those that we are grieving, but also empowering us to honor them through our legacy of living the rest of our lives out full of love and joy and happiness and just showing others what's possible. And I just think that that is what helps us through the grief process is remembering them, but also honoring them with our choices and how we are letting their legacy live on through us. So if you are in a state of grief right now, just know my heart is with you. It is very real and it's sad and it can be debilitating sometimes, but I also want to encourage you that you're not alone and this is a season and it's not going to last forever. You are fully capable of moving forward. The world, your life, everybody in it needs you to move forward. So surround yourself with people that love you and can encourage you and can walk alongside you. Honor your life and those you love through your choices of healthy, grieving, healing habits And if you need to talk through anything, if you need to work through some specific examples or how to continue to just move forward, I know that, you know, I remember a a point in my life when I lost someone very dear to me that I loved immensely. And I just remember there was a point where I asked myself, like, am I going to be sad forever? And the answer, obviously, thank God is no, but sometimes it feels like that. And so if you want to talk, our Facebook group is always there for support and encouragement and is just a safe place to 
love one another and to work through these things. If you want some one-on-one time, you can go to my website and pick a day and time on my calendar that works for you. And we can just talk through things. We can make a plan in order to help you work through what you're feeling and help process it so that you don't feel stuck because grief is tempting to stay stuck, but that is not how our loved ones would want it. And that is not where you are meant to stay because you are still having a full life to live and I don't want you to miss a moment of it. So I hope you're doing well. I hope that you are just feeling all the things and coming out on the other side stronger and surrounded by so much love and just know that my thoughts and prayers are always with you. I love you guys. Talk with you soon. If this podcast helped, challenged, or inspired you in some way, I would love it if you'd do me a huge favor and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. It helps me to hear from you and know how this is best serving you. And go ahead and screenshot this and share it in your stories. Tag me at Shannon Marquita. That's S-H-A-N-N-O-N-M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-A. And send it over to a friend in a text who is ready for healthy changes in her life too. Let her know that this episode might serve her as well. I am just so grateful for you and would love to hear from you. Come hang out and let's connect over in my Facebook group bitly.com slash a fresh start or send me a message. I look forward to seeing you back here in a few days.